everybody. Welcome to a new episode of The Neutral Zone. I'm your boy, Westy. CN, what's up, buddy? Hello. Everyone uh, uh, had a great weekend, great draft weekend. CN's here. John's not. Oh, well. Shocker. <laughs> yeah, I, I see. His work schedule is kind of bearing, um, you know, even though an hour ago I said, yeah, I'll be there, but probably just passed out, went to sleep. I mean, it happens. Life life trumps anything else, like video games, anything like that. Life life just isn't your number one priority, and if you need sleep, you need sleep, and that's how it goes. But um, I tried to do a pre-draft pod. Um, John was nowhere to be found. CN's was having technical difficulties, so I brought in Mikey and Lebronto, and we were having a great conversation. Unfortunately, Mikey's audio kept cutting in and out, so we were unable to rescue that audio. It had to be gone. Goodbye. But I really want to say a big thanks to Lebronto and Mikey for coming on that night. And um, it was a great conversation. I wish it could have been posted. I wish it was saved. Because it was great. We had great talking points about what to do in the draft, what not to do in the draft. All those type of things. Unfortunately, sometimes uh, you get the shit end of the stick and that's what happened. So now we're going to do a post-draft episode. Um, Sion, are you finally happy we've had a draft? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, we mentioned it the first oh. episode mentioned how we felt you know after the fact in the second episode it didn't feel uh in order it wasn't the outlook wasn't too great and then all of a sudden it was so i'm very happy that we did finally have the draft it got pushed back and pushed back and now we're finally just in it and whatever happens we're we're here for it so that's awesome yeah and now and we have 10 teams 100 players in the league on rosters right now um there's gonna be f anywhere from like four to six tcs per team um so you know there's gonna be a lot of players if people back out other people are gonna be able to take spots so that's kind of cool um but uh how how do you feel about your team are you happy where you got picked um i i love the team i'm on uh personally i will admit uh i there's absolutely no way, and I'm just gonna get this out of out out, of, out in the open before we talk about anything later. There is absolutely no world in which I should have been in the third round over some of the guys that are on my team. And <laughs> just just my team alone, there's no reason I should be in the third round. <laughs> but my team got the guys they wanted, so at the end of the day, I guess be going in the third. That's fine because we they still got who we wanted, so you know it's whatever. Were you sweating the whole time waiting to see who you were gonna get picked by? Um, not not really. Uh, I didn't really think. I think I'd kind of crossed a few teams off my list. Uh, in the sense of they were just I knew they weren't taking me unless there was something really crazy that happened. So. Uh, but to be honest, I, I didn't, I didn't even really sweat because I, I thought I'd be going like, you know, or like fourth at the earliest, just depending on how the goalies were going and, and how, 
how the draft was going so far, but when I went third, I mean, I wasn't even really fully prepared for it personally. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm overall, I'm happy with the team, with the team I got. So, I mean, I'll get into your team a little bit later, but I got, I gotta say, seeing Shieldsy and Gomez on the same roster is just, you know, you can't make this shit up. <laughs> uh, that's that's an interesting one. It's I I I would pay to see a line of Gomez, Shieldsy, and I guess whoever would be playing center. Just to see Shieldsy having to kill every penalty that Gomez takes. <laughs> yeah, he's he's not too horrible when it comes to league games. Nah. Although he does have a beautiful highlight reel. That highlight reel is uh, probably the best that he, any <laughs> player is ever going to have in this league. It's pretty hilarious. Um, So with the draft going and um, I look at all these teams and, you know, I don't see really one team that's going to be like running through the whole league. So to you, is this one of the most even drafts you think the league's had? Uh, Yeah, I, I, I absolutely do. Um, I think this, this, this season, this season, there's so many new faces and just, or like even some returning guys that that typically go like later in the draft, that it it makes for a really like really even and really just you have to really think about every single pick you're making. And so I think some of these teams like there's some teams that definitely did really well. There's some teams that I think did not so well. Um, but overall, I think this is. Like you said, yeah, probably one of the even most even ones we had. There's not really one team that I think is that much better than anyone else. Yeah, when I look at the draft and I see these rosters, I see that there's talent on almost every one of these teams for the most part. I mean, obviously, a few of these teams have game-changing superstar talent, but that doesn't mean that the rest of these teams don't have the talent to compete with these teams. Um, I see some depth on a lot of these teams. So, you know, this this is going to be a very open season. I mean, obviously, I still have my favorites who I think are going to be there and who I think might miss the playoffs. But I don't know, like, before the puck drops, I look at these rosters and it's like, hey, the, I don't see one really bad team yet. Yeah, and one thing I'll say with that as well is with the change to how many people are on a roster, with it going from minimum eight, but you could draft more, to just everyone drafts 10, that, I mean, now including captains, you've got 12 people on each roster. I mean, you're, you've got essentially, you know, if you played your card, played your cards right, you had two full lines. So I think... This, like you said, depth-wise, could be one of the best ones we've seen across every team. Um, in the in, as far as I really can remember, so could that also sometimes create scheduling problems though? When you have to give, like, say you got a full roster of two, like, of just full-time guys of ten guys, you have to give those guys at least two games. There's only six games. You know, sometimes you would want to play your stars more, but do you think that some teams could run into scheduling issues with availabilities because of that? Oh, ab- absolutely. And uh, I would not be shocked to see this season us 
end up having some some times where a a team basically get ha- like has to get forced to sit somebody simply because the avail that the, the two avail line up so or the whole team's avail lines up so perfectly that somebody doesn't get to play and that they end up having to like use a TC or something on like Saturday or whatever instead because of that and it's going to be interesting I'm I will admit I'm personally not a fan of the change I as someone who normally carry like in the past I've I've tended to carry nine players on my roster just as like a that that extra guy um compared to what I'm like minimum supposed to have when I had owned in the past I I find it like I found it sometimes kind of hard to schedule already um so I kind of you know with you wanting to play your 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 top picks as much as possible now you're going to have to sit them for some games and that's going to cause some that's going to cause some some games to go maybe the other way because you know depending on how avail lines up or whatnot you might end up playing against one team that's got their top line and you have to have your second line out because now you have to have two extra guys who maybe weren't going to get drafted. It, and it's yeah. a little tough. And with these rosters going forward, like obviously you're going to see some of these rosters probably trim the fat, right? Come playoff time, because you want to play your stars more in the playoff time. Like, I don't think you need to mandatory have 10 people on your roster. Some people are going to have to trim the fat here because if you have to play these guys, all these guys, at least two games in the playoffs, I mean, that's going to be tough to schedule. Well, that, and so that's another point I made. And from what I was, from how it was explained on the show, um, and explained, I asked on in the stream chat, I said, so are you able to waive, like, let's just say up to two of these guys and get down to, to eight, uh, just roster players? Or are you stuck with the 10 that you drafted? In essence, basically, if you waive somebody, you have to call somebody up. And from the way it was explained, it's the latter. That you have to have 10 people, not including captains, on your roster at all times. So it's, so like it's a mandatory said, 10 people. Yes. Yes. From what I understand, I would love to get some clarification. Um, like, just somewhere it d- definitively being in writing. Maybe it is in the rule book. I, I, I'm going to be completely honest. I did not read the rule book this season. I'm not owning. There's not really any big difference to me. So I maybe it's in there, but I know there was confusion from multiple people, multiple teams. So I think we'll we'll have to see how that plays out because I don't you know, like you said, come playoff time, that's gonna get really frustrating. Um, having to basically play. Like, yeah, having to play your nine, guys, ten guys, guys two games in a series. Yeah. Yeah, having to play two extra guys. And depending on who they are, maybe it fits, maybe it doesn't. But you, you may end up having to sit somebody who is perfectly available just because of that. I understand that's typically how it goes. Like, we have had, obviously, we've always had the minimum game split rules. Um, and it's not like we always had, you know, only six people on a team. So. I mean, I get it, but that's just two more extra people. We now need to to worry about scheduling. I think it was a, 
I think it was kind of a solution they were trying, or they were trying to come up with a solution for there being a lot of people in this season. But also have like parody in the league where one yeah. guy wasn't playing every single game. I, I can understand that, but yeah, I, I get what they're going for. I just think it is yeah. going to make some captains like lives hell trying to schedule. Yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, puck drop starts Thursday. Um, hopefully, there's no scheduling issues right away off the bat. That would kind of suck, but yeah, I, I agree. It's the so worst with, thing to happen yeah. for a league. Yeah. So we have 10 teams. We had our draft. We're going to break down all these teams. And then after, we're going to see which ones were, which team reached on some rounds, which team got some steals and some rounds. Um, we're going to start with the very first pick uh, Shieldsy going to the Mullet Patrol. We're going to look at the Mullet Patrol. I'll be brutally honest. I don't know half these guys. So CN can help break down his team here, but obviously Shieldsy is just, I mean, if anyone went past, uh, went uh, before Shieldsy in this draft, it would have been just a, just a bad. You got to take Shieldsy. I remember Mikey's like, do you really know who I'm picking? I'm like, come on, Mikey. Don't be trying to galaxy brain us. We all know. So Shieldsy goes one. I am very unfamiliar with Albert. Um, I, I obviously CN goalie. Uh, Dan G goalie, um, Sour Lou. I I know a sweet Lou. Uh, I wonder if this is a troll gamer tag on Sour Lou. So that's kind of funny. Um, Wong Tong Chu, Killdrop Gomez and Tyke. Is am I saying that right? Tyke T Hike ninety two. I think I think it's Thike. Thike. I know him as TJ personally, but I mean a lot uh, of names I I I've, I haven't seen in the league before besides Gomez, you, Shieldsy. So, yeah. you know, give me a breakdown about your team and what, uh, who are some of these guys? All right. Um, so I'm going to be, I'm kind of in the same, or I was kind of in the same boat as you, uh, in that I, I knew that like, uh, from what I, from what I remember, I believe Mongoose and Sour Lou are like people that have played with Lazar before that they, that they are new, um, so I know obviously Shieldsy, everyone knows knows Shieldsy. I don't have to talk about it. No. Albert is one a an absolute stud right defenseman and also a really good goalie, from what I've heard. You and then he's also a IRL of Shieldsy. So the combination of him being as good of a player as he is, plus knowing Shieldsy like that, I think the chemistry between the two is gonna be huge. Um Obviously, myself, like I've mentioned before, no reason why I'd third round. Uh, DNG, Dan G, whatever the heck, whatever the heck you say, however the heck you uh, say his name. Absolute stud goalie. Hasn't played LG this season, so see how he ends up being. But, I mean, he's uh, NHL uh, for multiple seasons. Mongoose, our little teammates of Lazar, I uh, believe in the AHL. Wong Tong Chu is a name that pretty much there's absolutely no reason for anyone but maybe Squirt to know uh, in this league. He is an old friend of Mikey's. He kind of went through, uh, I think he had, like, I think he's in the military. I don't know if he got deployed or what happened. Uh, he wasn't around for a good, like, year or so. And 
dives back and he's he's an absolute i think he's going to be one of the steals that we'll talk about personally but that maybe we'll have to wait till the end of the season to kind of see how he how he ends playing uh i don't really know kill drop uh apparently he just kind of has good stats and that's just somebody they were they found through looking up uh or trying to find information on players uh the 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 fucking goon himself goonmez Absolute beauty. I'm so happy he's on my team after last season. And Thike, he Thike is a uh defensive minded center. And it's gonna be I'm gonna be very interested to see how he plays this season. We know him from uh Bar League, and if anyone knows Bar League, it is not very good competition at all. We I know myself and Mikey pretty much just play in there just to have a league where we can just screw around and not take anything too serious. So uh, I'm really curious as to how he's going to play. I think he'll end up doing well. I mean, he's got what I've seen. He's very good at face-offs and, like I said, very good defensive center. So hopefully that, that helps out with, with depth there. All right. So looking at this roster, would you say their Game 7 lineup would be Lazar, Mikey, Shieldsy, Albert, Sourlou, and either you or Dan in that, depending on who wins the job? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think it's, uh, from what I understand, I think, um, like, Lazar might actually be playing a bit of center, uh, that's, this that, season. Yeah, that's what I had, Lazar, Shieldsy, and Mike, okay. would be, would okay, be the game seven, it, yeah, the game seven yeah. lineup, yeah. Okay, just make, just making sure that you're, that's what you're saying yeah. there, yeah. yeah, so, but yeah, Shieldsy, Lazar, Mikey up front, um, this, gonna, Mongoose might... Apparently, Mongoose can play the uh, like right wing side, which and as we are speaking, they're literally adding the TC players. They are a TC players to the list, so it literally just completely threw me for a loop there. Um, but yeah, so Mikey, I believe, is the right going to be the right wing on that line and and defense. Yeah, it makes sense to be Sourlou and and Albert. I have a funny feeling, and or whatever is going to take that job. Uh, we can't sell you short. Don't be selling yourself short, though. Well, no, I mean, I, I mean, but it's it's no secret. I think you know. Obviously, I've only played in the CHL. This guy's played in the NHL. I mean, let's let's just, if nothing else, leave it at that. And you you look at that. I think going <laughs> yeah. into it, I think there's no reason for them to to for them to make me or have me listed kind of as the quote unquote starter going into anything. When you look at that, I know Mikey was very excited for me to be able to play and have depth being able to play goalie and defense so i don't know if maybe this season i'll be i'll be splitting my time how that's going to work but well looking at this roster today um shieldsy lazar mikey i mean that that line is going to score i i don't know too much about the defense like i said you kind of broke it down by me but like i mean if they're going to score four to five goals a game. I mean, this team will probably finish top four in the standings this season. That's kind of my prediction. I'm I'm, I'm going to say top four. I don't know which one, one, two, or three, or four, but I'll just say top four for Mullet Patrol. Yeah, that's fair. I, I want to, without, it's it's hard. I mentioned this last night. I, it's very hard for me. I don't, I want to put us number one, but at the same time, is that me being biased because it's my team? I don't know. <laughs> um, well, we'll talk. Obviously, I think we probably 
we'll speed things up and not talk about each team for, you know, 20 minutes. But looking at some of the other teams, I think there's there's one team to me that really could compete for number one. We'll get into it. So I th- to me, I'm thinking top three. Mm-hmm. All right, well, moving on to the person who picked second, uh, Nikki and Green. Um, and I look at their roster, and it's a lot of the vets from the league. And, I, you know, they went with Keenis second overall. I thought it was going to be Turk, I'll be honest. I thought the, I had my I had Turk as the mock. Keenis is a great pick, though. Uh, and then they went and got uh, Take, I'm assuming Tisk, Take. Uh Teskey, I believe it's pronounced. I'm not 100%. Teskey, yeah, it's, you know, when you put these X's and all this. But Chaz, Koala, hey, I've known Koala in LG. He was good back in the day. I don't know how he is today. Uh, Elmer, Boston Sniper, Gil, Devin, Matthews, and Kuzlin. Um, It's just a veteran team, experienced team. Nikki will probably play in that, I would assume. Uh, Green will probably play up front with Chaz and... Uh, Take Teskey. Uh, you know, I, I just they're 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 a mid. I'll be honest. Keenis Keenis is a great player, but I look at the his supporting cast and then I don't know. I, I think it's a mid team. What do you think? Uh I a hundred percent agree. And I actually I actually don't know do you know what uh extra green plays by any chance? I think he's a winger. Okay, if that's what I was thinking. They are one of the other teams talking about later that don't really have a center. So does that mean Nikki plays center? Like Keenis at center? I mean, does uh Matthew looking at their their players who can play it according to the roster sheet here? I don't know quality bear. Maybe you could uh, maybe you could elaborate on that, but I, I'm looking at this and I don't see a center at all. So I, mean, I don't know if that means Nicky plays it or what. Does Keenis play center? Like obviously uh, his main position is a right D, but he can play other positions. Yeah, but. he's a very he's a very versatile player. I think, and I was gonna say something earlier, but just kind of forgot. When if Shieldsy was not in this draft, Keenis is number one in my in my eyes. Um, Keenis being as versatile as he is and being such a good player. That's to me. He's the number one, and I, I maybe I, maybe we do see him play some center. I I don't know, but being a main being a main right defenseman and being your potential number one center. I mean, it's it is still Keenis. It is still a very very good player. I just like I just think that's a mistake. I think they need a center, and this is just going to be another mid to lower in the standings team for sure. Well, it's no offense to Nikki if he wants to play center. I mean, I'm sure he can Absolutely. handle it. But Nikki is a better goalie than any other position that he can play. And um, I, you know, if I, I would probably just throw Nikki a net. I don't know why. I mean, but then you have three goalies on the roster, and that's kind of doesn't make any sense. So, yeah, and Cousin, I will say their last pick is actually not a bad skater. Um, not a bad winger, but he's definitely still better in net. And I think when he shows up, like that guy, he's another him and Devin could be one of the more underrated tandems. Uh that was actually I will say that was actually Shrimp's tandem last season before they waved Cuzlin. 
but that defense that they had playing behind, like playing in front of them last season, and just the team that they, um, the team kind of giving up, kind of painted the stats a bit. But I've seen Devin play, I've seen Cousin play, be an underrated uh, goaltending duo. But I think, I think Nicky probably went into that draft thinking he was playing goalie, and now that he's coming out of the draft, he's a little panicked. Okay. Well, speaking. I got him. I got him. I got him finishing sixth. I'll, I'll be a little generous. I'll say sixth. They'll they'll make the playoffs, but there's really nothing like nothing really. That... Yeah. Is it eight teams making the playoffs this season? I've, I don't know. I I think it might be eight teams. I mean, eight teams make sense because I know yes. everyone has hated the bye week. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be eight teams. Two two okay. will miss. I got okay. them sixth. I have them anywhere from seventh to to tenth. I don't seventh. I don't see them getting too high. I don't. Okay. I will say I am kind of going on on the fly here. I don't have an official like yeah. prediction list. Um, yeah, neither do I. I'm I'm just kind of like judging by looking at the rosters here. I see a lot of known names, but it's just veteran. It's experience. There's not other than Keenis. I mean, I don't really see anyone here that's gonna take over like Chaz is a good no, winger, this... but Chaz but Chaz is, needs Chaz is like more of a support player this team to me reminds me in a way of my team last season the River Hawks where we didn't have an absolute takeover guy outside of our number like our first pick and we had odd guy last season and everyone else just kind of had to had to you know, play their role and worry about their game and just work and play as a team yeah. in order to have a chance at winning. And we were able to do that. So yeah. maybe Nikki's team can come out here and, and prove me wrong, but I still say the absolute highest I would ever see them going is sixth, but I'm still kind of leaning seven to 10. All right. Moving on to a team that nobody had any idea what their strategy was because they're new to the league. Congratulations to a new management team. That's kind of cool. Um, a little controversy about what this owner, and uh, I get it. I've been in a party with them. There is some controversy. I, my thought was when I thought that they would take their guys early in the draft, I thought, well, they need guys that would deal with them in a Discord chat or a party because they say some pretty unfiltered stuff. I'm not going to repeat what I heard in those parties, but I will say this. I hope they just keep straight and narrow because, you know, We'd like to have owners stick with their team all season. I don't have to clean up a mess. But either way, that that's for another time. Uh, they went and took Gronk third overall. I, you know, the smart pick. I had him taking Poppy because, like I said, like who were they going to take that could deal with these guys? <laughs> but Gronk third overall. I mean, can't go wrong with Gronk. He's he's a great player. He can play a lot of positions. After that, I don't know too much about Turts. Shaner is okay goalie. Poppy, no K forward at the sixth round. Okay, then you got TP at the seventh round, which is not bad. I That's pretty late for TP. Uh, Mum's brother, I had him projected within the first three picks for them, so, but I knew he was going to end up on their team. Benny, Cranium, Scorpion. I look at this team, and I, yeah, other than Gronk, I, I mean... I haven't really seen Dryden play much. I don't know too much about Tautism, but I look at this team and I see this team missing the playoffs, even with Gronk. 
Um, I, that's see for me, I'm going to, I guess that's, I kind of see the opposite. I think this team is going to be a toxic team as you alluded to. Um, and we have actually already seen a little bit of it in gen chat. They're not afraid to just tag all their guys and, and let everyone kind of go at it. But to be fair, I have also been very toxic in the past, so I'm not going to, who am I to judge? Um, I think this is going to be a team that's going to get in some people's heads. I think they're going to end up, people are going to want to beat this team. And it's going to go one of two ways. They're either going to come not make the playoffs and almost come dead last, potentially having their owners change as you to get them to. Hopefully that doesn't happen. Or this team is going to be like third or fourth. I, I think this team could be a very good team. Um, but that's a little bit of a hot take, personally. Uh, I think I don't I don't know enough about their owners, so maybe I'm just mainly basing this off of the roster. And and I'm, I don't know enough about their owners. Play. Uh, like in game well, play, that's, I, that's exactly. I've only played a couple of club games with uh, Dryden, and I mean he, I mean he was decent at the sticks. It was just uh, listening way, to him at a party, and it was just yeah. I think little, if this team looked too much, I think I feel bad for Gronk um, because while I know yeah. Gronk has toxic in the past, I think this can be a uh, yeah. This, this might be a season that drives him insane. And same thing with TP. Yeah, uh, TP is such admit, a great I guy. Know. I hope he doesn't yeah. really have to put up with a uh, lot of lot of the crap yeah. on this team. One hundred percent. I think if TP can, if TP Gronk, and, and I don't, oh, and Richard Cram, Cranium, a uh, little dickhead, um, literally. I I think those guys. I don't know if Scorpion or Benny. I don't know a lot of these other guys. I've just looked at their stats in LG, but I feel bad for Gronk. TP and, and Richard Cranium, I think if they can keep their heads on straight, team could still be pretty good. I I got him. I got him eighth. Yeah, I got I'm, him. I'm gonna say three. I got I'm him ninth. Say I got him. I got him ninth. I, I just I'll be yeah. a, a hot take here. I don't think Gronk lasts on this team. No, I th I will. Yeah, I I think some. I think if you're if if any team is gonna have some big trades, this might be one of them. There's another. And we'll talk. I I will. Yeah, make sure to talk about later, and this one could be one that could be a good team, but is also has the possibility to absolutely flop. They're the uh, probably the biggest wild card in this team in this league so far, or out of this coming out of this draft. I think they could go as high as three. I think they could go as low as like you said, nine, maybe even ten. Well, probably not ten. Probably probably like eight. I'm gonna I'm gonna put them in the range of three to eight because I think the low the 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 middle grouping of, of teams in this season is gonna be so tight that I can't accurately try to predict this at all. I just hope that this team can make it through the whole season. Like I you know, I mean I just I just want this want this team to just get through the whole season. I don't wanna be looking in the Discord chat and find out week three that it all just fell apart and someone has to come and clean up the mess. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I'll kind of keep my words to a minimum. I've, yeah. Um, well, yeah. Well, like I told um, Lebronto and Mikey, like, you know, yeah, we know your past, but now you're in the league. You're in the league doors now. So you're innocent until proven guilty. They haven't done anything time, inside the league yet. So time, time, will, time, time will only tell. Yeah. Yeah. It's time for them to prove that they, that they should be here and that this should, this should be. All right. Well, I got them night. Moving on. Saboteurs, Martinook and Carms. Uh Carms, you know, really made it uh 
made it clear the night of the draft that he was going to tear up the league. <laughs> and hey, I mean, he showed pretty decent stats. He's he looked like a pretty decent player. Martinook's a you know a veteran of sixes. He knows good players and stuff. They took Turk fourth overall. I told Turk if he wasn't going to, you were going four. You weren't getting to uh, the Squirtle Squad where. John might have thought that was going to happen. I was like, not a chance, John. Not a chance. And some people had Turk going 10, and I was like, not a chance. Not an absolute yeah, I, I chance. Had, yeah, I actually, I had, I was one of those who had Turk going 10. No shot. I will admit, I did not know that these guys played, uh, that Pono uh, and uh, yeah. uh, Turk play together in LG, or have played together in LG. I was not aware of that whatsoever. Uh, so that's the, that's, that's a big L I'll take. Because uh, I didn't do my research well enough. So this um, team's kind of a mystery to me. I know that Martinook's a good player. You know, he's good players. Um, I I've have heard of Blackhawk before in LG. Um, I have searched Alfredson. His stats look pretty nice. Um, but a lot of this team, I think, is a lot of Carms and Martinook's buddies. This is all like a brand new team. I don't know if any of these people besides Turk has ever played in this league. So these are, this is a whole brand new team that anyone's going to be facing. However, I have this team maybe finishing fifth to seventh with the rest with with the other teams out there and how they look compared to this one. And that's not saying that this team can't surprise us. Just looking at it today with Turk on D, Martin probably playing net, right? I think or um. You know, he. I originally have thought that, but they did. He did kind of mention, uh, on the draft night. He kind of laughed. I think it was in gym chat. He said, "Man, maybe I'm not going to be playing goalie only this season." So, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm going to be right there with you. This team is an absolute wild card to me, or another wild card to me. I have no idea. Um, obviously, I know Turk. Mm -hmm. Uh, unfortunately, I am aware of who Money Murph is. Check out that ZHL clips if you haven't scroll up like one or two. Uh, you'll understand why I say unfortunately. Hmm. Um, this team, I have no idea. I, I'm just, I'm gonna be right there with you. I'm gonna just leave it at that. I, I don't know at all. I will say fifth to, I'll say anywhere from fifth to seven. That doesn't mean that they might not be better. I'm just unknown about this team compared to some of the rosters we're gonna get to here pretty soon. But I have seen this Blackhawk kid in LG before, pretty decent defenseman. You know, he goes for quite a penny in bidding sometimes. So, you know, maybe he uh, turned some heads here. But uh, I won't spend too much on this team. Martinook and his boys, I'll go anywhere from fifth to seventh. And I'm right there with you. I mean, I'll just I'll, I'll just go, you know, four to eight just because I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Really. Moving on to the Squirtle Squad, and it's John and Furry. And with their first pick, they go with Shotzi. I will get more into that, but I'm going to go down the roster. Salty, Durs, B-Dang, Pizzle, Kevo, Chicken Pigs, Felty Pack, Wicked, and Whispers. First of all, Shotzi was a bad pick. Not Shotzi's not a bad player, but Shotzi's a bad pick for this team because they don't have a center. And then you look down at the rest of this roster. This team is not making the playoffs. And uh, you take it away, CN. Yeah, um, I'm right there with you. This team is not a this this team 
to me is not a playoff team. I love John. I love Furry. Okay, I take that back. I love Furry. Don't like John. Fuck you, John. Are you making me do this by myself or just with <laughs> just with Zendy today? I need to hear your chirping. Fuck you. But uh, no, this this team is it's confusing to me. Um, Shotzi, you know what? I'm not I'm not saying that Shotzi is necessarily a bad pick. Um, there are there were other players that they could have gotten later that could have played center for them. Um, I just, this, I think centers definitely, if you look at the draft, center from what I, from what seems to be, center is the weakest position. Uh, very, very top heavy in that you had, you know, like Kush, Bruin. Yeah. And if um, one of your captains wasn't then, like a solid centerman, you should have been taking one in the draft, right? And yeah. So, so given that, I understand why you said you did. You know, they probably should have taken Devin. I'm a little shocked that they didn't. Um, I know in my mock draft, I actually just had Devin going to, um, to the Booty Bandits. But what I I said in one of my other discords with, uh, you know, some of the buddies who were around in ZHL, I said, I think John's gonna take Devin. At like kind of this was after I posted solely because John has mentioned in the past that everyone kind of just let last season let the booty bandits get their guys right. This was the perfect opportunity to not let them do that and also get yourself an absolute stud in center who was nominated for multiple awards and only lost them because he happened to play with fucking heroic duck. Um, uh, I think this is a that. I don't necessarily say that it's a bad pick in taking Shotzi. I just think it's not the right one. You might have wanted, and yeah, it's just not the right one. He's a good pick. It's just when you look at who was taken, where, and where, when the the generally pretty good centers went, you've kind of now screwed yourself. Yeah. Because uh, I look Farley at this roster, really... and like, who's who's our top centerman? Who's playing centerman I mean, most of the nights? Yeah. It's got to be Furry, and I love Furry and all, but Furry's not a top center. Furry's not, and to me, that should not be your first-line center at all. If he had to fill in a couple nights, you know, that's fine. I think Furry's much better off playing defense. Uh, he's, I actually, when I when we play club together, I kind of prefer him at defense if possible. Um, I, I think this is just, this one is, like you said, it's just kind of a mistake in not getting a center. Um, maybe they were thinking about maybe like Goots or somebody like that who they who could have fallen, but I didn't like I know I didn't ex- expect Goots to go ten and we'll talk about it, but that uh, that's just a, it's a weird one and and also like they you know they drafted uh, um, Kevo who is an NHL level goalie and just isn't signing or didn't sign up for goalie. And I know we did, like, LM did confirm with him that that is not a mistake, that he was supposed to not have goalie on his list. Uh, he just doesn't want to play it, and that's obviously perfectly fine. But so Pizzle, so Pizzle's your number one goalie, and who's your other? You don't have another real goal. You don't have a center. I think this team is going to miss, and I'm right there with you. Yeah. And it's not like I'm picking on this team, but you look at the other rosters and you look at this one and it's like, okay, they'll win some games, but how many, how many? And like, how, how, like a lot of this roster is probably going to get traded. 
because they're probably going to have a lot of two and four weeks. Yeah, I yeah, I'm, I'm right there, absolutely with you. I don't think I don't think they're going to be the worst, and maybe they do end up sliding into like the eighth eighth seed, you know. Um, but this is just to me, it's a bottom team, and yeah. I I think and, that it's going to take a lot of work to turn it around. And I don't know if it was the motive by John, but taking a player just to screw over another team should not be your draft strategy. Well, I don't. Yeah, I don't think that necessarily was. I know Shotzi is a, you know, a, a player that they're very familiar with. Yeah. So them taking Shotzi, it's not shocking to me at all. It's just what came after yeah. that shot. And, and nothing against Shotzi. No, Shotzi's a good player. You can cover the whole left side, lefty, left wing. But once again, like, who is winning the draws? Who's feeding these wingers? Who's going to be playing defense in front of the in the net for, and helping the D-men out? And I'm nothing wrong with Furry. I, I'm not saying Furry's terrible, but I, I just, you needed a center and a very experienced one. Yeah, and, and Furry's not not even also more than likely going to be, you know, six out of six. Um, you know, he's he's got a, he's got a son now. Um and we've seen over the last couple of seasons yeah. since you know he since he had his kid that his his availability has had to go down a little bit, which is nothing wrong. Obviously, he was still playing. He was a lot of times still available for four out of six. He was still, you know, being a full time player in that in that right. But this is this is a team that needs to make moves, and if they don't, the or the longer they wait, the the harder it is for them, or is going to be for them to make the playoffs. And I would have told, I, if John was here, I'd say the da- same damn thing. And I would love to have hear, like, heard his thoughts on this draft. Maybe things just didn't go the way he had planned. But and I, and I think that is the case for sure. It it just I don't know. This is just an odd, an odd team to me. And I hope they do better because I do I I do like a lot of the guys on this team. But it's just not going to be it for me personally. All right, moving on to Heroic Duck and Lebronto's squad. Defending champions had to pick six this round. Uh, and they went with Frosty Nightmare, that which was very shocking. Everyone thought it was going to be their boy, Devin. They let Devin go and went and grabbed a winger. Um, then they grabbed Floppy Whale Meat with the next pick as it came back around. Then they went and grabbed Tots, Miller, Shrimp, Drip Von Splash, Darth Malik, Samson, Bo Orvat, and Buck Neeson. It's not a terrible squad, and it will be competitive, but it's definitely nothing compared to their roster last season. Floppy Whale Meat, don't get me wrong, great player. Is he a top centerman, though? Um, I'm going to start this out by before, or I say anything on this, because this is the team I alluded to earlier. That I wanted to, I, I have some very strong opinions on this team, and I want to start it out by saying most of these guys on this list, I I, I have absolutely no problem with personally at all. In fact, I absolutely love Floppy Miller. I'm gonna reluctantly say I like Shrimp <laughs> and Samson and Ball. Like I, I mean, these these are guys that have been on my teams in the past. These are guys that I know. This team is not it. I do not know what the hell Duck was doing. This team, 
I'm not even mad about Frosty going first. I'm not even necessarily, like, or, or in their draft, I mean. I'm not even necessarily mad about Floppy going second because when you look, you you know, Devin had already gone off the board at that point, and I don't think Frosty would have made it back around. You know, maybe they, they thought Frosty was going to be more impactful. I do not know what they are doing with this team. This team, to me, screams Duck said going into this draft, I want to make a team and win a cup without a super weapon, without a super team. They will be competitive because of Heroic Duck, and LeBron is not a bad player in his own right at all, even if he's playing right wing, right D, whatever. This team just absolutely blows my mind. You know, the first couple picks, okay, fine. Hot's in the third. I don't know. And what was weird to me, and this isn't even the final the final pick, they tried to take AOW Cynical. Like, they, that, they tried to go with AOW Cynical, who left the Discord, and then, you know, subsequently is not in, subsequently is not in the league anymore. I... And and that was instead of tots. I, I I just don't I just don't know. Um this team is such a just confusing team to me because this guy you've got probably the, the best captains in this league. And then what did they do after the what did they do after that? I I, I don't understand. Uh, I I know they're going to prove me wrong, and I know they're going to end up winning, or not to say winning at all, but I know they're going to win throughout the season, and they, they're going to be a competitive team to play against. This team is just... Uh, I'm I'm confused. I'm very confused, and that's, I mean, I have to leave it at that because I just... I could sit here and go on and on about how confused I am. All right, well... I will say that Darth Malak kid... I heard is a pretty good senator, and maybe he surprises a lot of people. But yeah, when I look at this roster and the fact that you have to have 10 people on your team and you got to play all 10 of these people, there's a line of Bo Horvat, Jert Von Splash, Darth Malik, Buckneys. And like, if you're putting those guys out on a line, is that going to win you games? I know, I'm, I'm nothing against any player individually at all. I can't stress that enough. That's not the line that's going to win you games when you look at who else is in this league and other lines that league, that team's going to have. The only way that that makes sense is if you are playing, you know, you've got another team who is also playing their bottom of the draft order, guys. The team is just, I don't know. Um, I think I'll, I have this team fifth. And and, yeah, like, and who knows, maybe they'll surprise us, but I think it's fifth. I don't think it's anywhere close to the roster or the team last season. Like, Lebronto, like, Bronzo's a good guy, but I think he's a better goalie than any other position. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And to be fair, I think he is going to play it well. And don't get me wrong, Frosty is, Frosty's great on the sticks. Like, I played many games with Frosty during the scouting times and you know frosty was doing really good but is floppy whale meat gonna be an elite center for this team i think and and this is the one hot take on this team i guess is that floppy will do perfectly fine and will probably live up to his to his draft uh pick 
I just think he in when you look at who else was taken second round, who was taken after him, um, and before you know heroic ducks next pick, he's probably there. Um, he's probably still on the board at that at that overall. I I just yeah. This one, it, it's weird because the, the Heroic Dark and, and Booty Bandits, they didn't have, it's not like they had, you know, the first or the last pick where they have back-to-back picks and then they have to wait for basically 20. You, you've you got yeah. plenty of room to make picks that you might be able to, okay, I can wait a little bit on this guy. And I think that's the case with Floppy. And I absolutely love Floppy. He's a very, very versatile player, very good playmaker. Um, and he'll do just fine. He did perfect. He actually, if you look at his season last or his stats from last season, he was on crap. What is that? the Chimichangas with uh, Stump and Scary Terry as their owners, and that team was not good at all. And he consistently had numbers, like good numbers. Floppy did the numbers he put up. I mean, he was their team MVP at the end of the season. I think if he can carry some of that into into this year, I think between him. I'm assuming their top line is going to look something, and I'm not not including Miller simply because he's part time. I think the top line is going to look something along the lines of Frosty, Floppy, and probably Bronto at right wing, and then obviously Heroic Duck. My guess is Tots, and then Shrimp and Net. Um, it's not going to be it's not going to be the worst team by any means they're gonna make playoffs they're gonna be competitive i just think this team could have been so much better which for the rest of the league maybe that's a great thing that they that he did that the draft played out the way it did i just i don't understand and so i'm gonna have them somewhere between yeah four i'm gonna say four to six i think they're probably a narrow window of a lock for being one of the better on top teams Moving on now, we got the Dumpstars, Lavinka and Rookies, running it back for a third time. They went and took Cash Kush with their first round pick. A little surprising because Lavinka is a center. But, I mean, you can't go wrong with Cash Kush. Lavinka can play wing as well. Kush is a very good center, very experienced, very good two-way guy. So, I'm nothing wrong with that pick. Grem, not a bad winger. Zaka J, probably one of the best goalies in the league. Brinksy, not a bad part-time guy. Mwags, I've heard some things about Mwags. I don't want to get too much into it, but, I mean, if he's been playing the game and he's fully active and stuff, it's not a bad depth centerman. They got Krejci, Ghost, you know, very good depth defenseman for two games a week. Thanks, goalie and Gurkle. I look at this team, Led, Cash, Grem, Rookies, I mean, this team's always competitive. I got them top four. Yep this this is the other team that I say um, between all the patrol and and um, I think they're gonna be fighting for the top spot all season. Um, side effect always knows what he's doing. I'm just making dra- going through the draft, which did confuse, which did kind of make me a little confused on why they took Cash Kush. I don't know if uh, him or Ludvinka are gonna play the wing. Uh, I mean, I would assume. I think. I would think. I would think uh, you would put. Levink. I think you would put Levink on the wing, right? I think Kush yeah, is more think, of a better face-off man. 
Yeah, well, I mean, Ludvinka, Ludvinka's number one in the league in terms of face-off percentage and face-offs overall. So, like, in the league's history. So, I think this is this is going to be a team that is going to be absolutely fucking lethal. Uh, as much as I hate him, Chubb, uh, you know, Graham, very good right winger. Um, this team could be fucking deadly. Mills is a great goalie. Uh, their defense is the one question to me, um, but having Lidvinka and Kush out there potentially, yeah, their def- team defense is going to be good, or should be good. You have, like I said, you have wheels in in net and Krejci when he can play. You know, some be- some people have different opinions on Ghost and Gurkle. As well as rookies, I think their defense is the weakest point of this team, but that's not necessarily saying it's like awful. It it's still good. Um, and you know that a rookies team will wheel and deal and find moves to make the team better. Uh, Absolutely, I will say I've heard. Don't quote me on this. That Wags hasn't played the game very much. Like I don't know how much of the game he's played. So, you know, maybe he doesn't have any traits really much at all. Like, I just don't know how active he is in the league. Don't quote me. Don't shoot me. This is just what I've heard. Um, so trying to, Chris, yeah, it looks like, looks like he might not have even played the game. Like, <laughs> um, I, I, I don't know that. That's another. That's that's one of the the players. That's uh, you know, a very confusing thing to me. And oh, I didn't even mention him. The 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 man with no back himself, Geo. He he. I know he's gonna listen. That's exactly why I said that. Geo Brinksy, that's another amazing right wing. So depending on who plays where, and I know he can play center as well. So he, I wouldn't be shocked to see him play on a line with maybe like Vinka, him and and Graham at points, depending on like, you know, a veil and whatnot. This this team is lethal. And it it pains me to say it. But they're probably them they're probably fighting for the top two spots. Third at worst. Alright, well moving on to my team. Team friendship. Or um, Wick and Sof, and with their first pick, little head scratcher to me, but Mr. Brune, they needed a center. At least, you know, I guess Mr. Brune was best available out of rest. I mean, even though Devin was on the board, I'm trying to take shots on my team here, though. And then they went and grabbed a goalie in the second round with Kill Switch. Great guy, you know, my dogs. And then they went and got Ducky, Marty, me, Velarde. Maserati in the sixth, seventh round. Great guy. Beer captain, Pens fan, and I and rap fan. Um, looking at this team, I mean it's chemistry. I mean, I have you know, I play with these guys, they know what they're getting from me, I know what I'm gonna get from them. Mr. Baroon, though, like I remember Mr. Baroon playing two seasons ago with Willie and Miller, and he couldn't really produce any offense. So is he going to be able to produce offense with Sof and Ducky? Uh, I absolutely love Bruin. Uh, I do. I don't. 
let me let me think about how to say this. I think that him going there is still a yes, a bit of a head scratcher. I am a little confused. The only thing I will say is that I know without a shadow of a doubt that the next pick overall at, at nine and the stinky doodles was going to sprint their way to the mic, sprint their way to the chat, and type in Mr. Bruin at number nine if he was available. So maybe, so you know, Wick and Soph decided that they wanted to, you know, kind of disrupt uh, Squirt's plans. Um, but he's still not he's still not a bad player. And may, maybe, I don't know the necessarily consensus, it seems like a lot of teams kind of just passed over on Dab and Decibel for seemingly no reason. And with him going, I mean, I say, I say passing. It's he didn't go very. It's not like he went no. low. And we'll talk about it, but Bruin going over Devin Dash. Well, maybe there was a tiny bit of a concern about you know him wanting pretty much to play with Duck, um, with Duck and Brano. So maybe there was a little concern about why they would go there. And if that's the case, then yeah, I think Mister Bruin is the. The the would have been the best available center if that was the case kind of with, with Devin Decibel. Maybe that's the way Wake and thinking. Uh Bruin was on my team last last season and um I, I personally didn't really use him properly. Uh I played a majority of his games at right wing and he is probably one of the best defensive centers in this league. Uh when we when we played the you know played the booty bandits who obviously would go on to just be an absolute horse in the finals when their when their cup as rightfully should have. Um, Bruin, he proved to himself he proved that he belonged to be a number one center in the league. Going out there and you know having to go up against Heroic Dog and Devin Decimal, and because of the way him and some of the defense had played. And on both teams, that was a very tight series. Bruin absolutely belongs to be there. I I am not overly shocked that he went there, but at the same time, I think he, it it, it is still a little confusing given that Devin Decibel is there. That but you you guys' team is gonna be is gonna be good. Um, that you guys are a team that I'm looking at three three to five as well. Yeah, I'm not gonna make any I'm, prediction on my team. I'm like I said, I've never played a game with Bruin. You know, I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do. You know, this isn't nothing against you, Bruin, so don't get mad at me if we're ever in a party. It's just the <laughs> the only the only um recollection I have of you is you were on a line with like Marty, Turk, Willie, and Miller, and obviously couldn't generate any offense. So I don't know, maybe it was just a chemistry thing there. Um, you know, but Sof and Ducky, you know, maybe that's a better fit for you. Hopefully, because I'm on your team. <laughs> but uh, grabbing kill switch in the second round, making making a goalie ten million dollars. Listen, I love kill switch. Um, him switch. He's him. He's he's great. But was that a reach? Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna go out and say yes. And just like you, I absolutely love kill switch. And with him being the, I, am I shocked that he's the first goalie off the board? Absolutely not. But him being in the the second round, yeah, that's a little shocking to me. Um, I kind of would have thought that 
they might have gone rubber ducky there. And then if they wanted to go kill switch in the third, sure. Well, here's the thing, like I'm looking at the draft board. If kill switch isn't taken, nobody else was taken into uh, a goalie until you were taken. So if kill switch is still on the board when it comes to Mikey, is Mikey taking you over kill switch? I think that's what Wilk Wick was looking at. Uh yeah, and I can probably tell you that Mikey would have only because they, from what I've been told, from the way they were talking to me about it, it seems like they wanted me for the fact that I'm apparently um, somehow good at both goalie and defense. I stand by that I should have been Mr. Irrelevant. <laughs> um, but the way they think, so I'm just kind of relaying what their their words were. And right, Mikey yeah. even said some of this on the the draft show as well. I can see kind of like you're saying though, kill switch. I mean they had they had the thirteenth pick, and then they didn't have another pick until twenty eight. Is kill switch still there? Uh, you know what? Probably not. Now that I'm saying it, it does kind of make sense. I just if that's truly you know if that was their guy. But I think there was other uh, other goalies that you could have gotten yeah. later that could have, you know, kind of allowed you to get some extra skater depth. That being said, um, I I don't hate the pick completely, so I'm still happy for. I mean, I'm happy for Kill Switcher and going early, and you know, people actually realizing what he's worth. Okay, sorry, I'm just texting. That team, I think I already, I believe I might have already said it, but three to three to five, they're gonna be another one of the. You guys are gonna be another one of the top, top. Yeah, I'm not gonna make any predictions. I'll just look at the row. Five, I'm just gonna quickly go the roster. I mean, Marty, two games a week. Hey, not bad. Uh, me and Wick, you know, we've played together. You know, like I said, they know what they're getting out of me. I know what I'm expecting out of them. Velarde. He used to be Connor K at LG, pretty good, not bad for sixth round. Maserati, hey, I mean, this is kind of a mini mud bag reunion on this team. Maserati, I don't know how much of the game he's played, but I'm gonna have to get his ass to work. Um, beer captain, they're familiar with him for season one. Pence fan, um, I, I mean, everybody knows who Pence fan is. Rat fan, I have no idea if that's a new gamer tag or a gamer tag change. But I don't know. I mean, I'm excited to play for this team. I get I get to play for a team that I know the guys, and I know there's not going to be any toxicity. So, you know, fun, friends. Yeah, absolutely. It's literally the team name, friendship. Yeah. Uh, the Stinky Doodles, Rack, and Squirt, and they went and grabbed Odd Guy, back-to-back -back Norris Trophy winner, so they went and got their stud D-man right away. And then Devin came to them, so now they got a stud D-man and a good centerman. Then they go and get Dirty Dan, Hoots part-time, which is, hey, two games of Hoots a week, that's not bad. Ripley, Stump, OG, Motor City Madman, Bootleggers, No Games James. I look at this team, I could see them being in the top four. Yeah, I'll, I'll before I even say anything, I'll say that they're probably before I even kind of go into the team, I'll kind of say, uh, yeah, you know, four, four to you know, six or seven ish, right? Just and, and I'm I'm giving that range just simply because, like I mentioned, this this season seems to be pretty wide open when it comes to the 
you know, pretty much teams like in my eyes, teams kind of like three through eight ish, three through nine. Um, yeah, odd guy's a great, a great player. I absolutely love him. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna like him. Squirt's gonna be be happy with odd guy. I think. Um, thirty or Devin Decibel, great pick as well. I mean, everyone thought he was going first round for sure. So, right there, that's that's a great pick already. I don't know anything about Dirty Dan. I, I will admit, Hoots is an absolute stud. Um, and if he could go part time, I mean, if he was full time and actually was able to give full time avail, I mean, he's in the top probably. Then Dirty Dan needs to be yeah. Lieutenant Dan or whatever it was. Uh, yeah, I think his Discord is Lieutenant okay. Dan, so maybe uh, there's, that's a gamertag yeah. change. Yeah. I'm not sure. Um, uh, I think Ripley, great, another great player. Stump historically has been good. Um, but I will say, he watch. I don't want to. I don't want to come out and say anything too negative. I don't. He, he's not. He's nowhere near what he used to be. Uh, Beta Motor City Madman is an absolute stud. That is going to be one of my highest. Assuming his internet situation gets kind of sorted out and he's able to get into games and get everything going through the whole season. Motor will probably be one of the biggest steals in the in the draft. And while Squirt is probably still going to end up being the starter, it's his team. Motor is going to be probably the best backup in the league, and I wouldn't... He's probably going to have a ton of value like for teams that need goalies. He's going to have a lot of value on that on, on, on trade market if they were to choose to do it, which I think would still be a mistake. Motor is going to give you, you know, two games of stud fucking goaltending. Absolutely stellar. Uh, everyone knows Boot. I don't know no games, James, but apparently that's a body of squirts. So, you know, I'm all for, I'm all for somebody taking kind of their friend, you know, especially late in the draft. So I, I think this team's gonna be I think this team's gonna be solid. They I mean that's that's yeah, top four for sure. I, I think top four, maybe six actually now I say that. Up uh, top six at the at the absolute worst. If you know shit kinda Maybe they can veil kind of doesn't really line up or whatever. I think this this team's gonna be good and oh, you know, good luck to Squirt. I'm happy to see Squirt kind of stepping up and from what I understand, he's kind of taking charge. Uh, Rack helped a lot with the draft, obviously knowing most guys. But well, the thing I look at this roster and it's like it, it's pretty good. It's but they have a lot of demon on the team, and with six games, you got to schedule all these demons. So, what are these D pairings going to look like? Uh, looking at it now, if I had to guess, I actually think Beta is going to be your top demon. Um, I don't know about, or maybe Dirty Dan. Actually, no, I, I'm sorry, I missed him again. Your top LD. I don't. Obviously, Odd Guy is going to play the most games possibly on the right. Yeah, side. Odd Guy yeah. is going to play his four out of six. I mean, with the way the 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 rosters are, there's probably not going to be too many people who end up playing six out of six just because you have to. Yeah, play there, other uh, yeah. There, I mean, there's going to be nobody playing six out of six. I, 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 I'd be shocked if you're able to get someone to play six out of six. Yeah, so you know, Odd Guy's going to play as much as he can. Between him, you know, I think you're going to look at a pair of Odd Guy and maybe Beta and maybe Dirty Dan. Maybe Beta moves up front because they don't have a ton of wingers. Their their weakest spot on that team is right wing. Uh, Because, I mean, you have Hoots, but he's part-time. Yeah. Play one night. 
Uh, maybe Rip, maybe we see Ripley move over to right wing because they know Rack can play, you know, left wing and center. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know what hand in this or if Devin can. I know, you know, by his positions, he can play right wing, but I don't know if that's kind of one of his preferred positions. So you might see, you know, Devin maybe on the right wing with racket center and, and Ripley on the left. Uh, their, their offense is, yeah, 100% their offense is the weakest link, but having a good defense and having a good goaltending, that'd be good. And the guys that they do have that can play, I mean, may, maybe this is this might actually be the first team that I'm looking through and say that yeah, Devin might actually be able to play six out of six if he's available. Yeah, I mean, they're you know the they're the part time guys. I could see like maybe can only play one, and you know, and that's how you get the guy to go six and six. But for most of these teams with the full time guys that need to play two games, like some of these guys are part time guys, it's possible someone's going to go six for six. But the full time rosters, I don't know how anyone's going to play all six. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't see it happening. And that's, um, and that's why I think it's always good to get a part time guy on your roster. Obviously, they went really fast as soon as the round started. But then you look at some of these full time guys. Maybe they should have looked at maybe trying to get a part time guy. Yeah, I think I, I will say though, if you're not in the first four, maybe five picks of a of that part time round. So if you're not in the the back five of the draft order. Um, considering you know the snake draft and all, mm-hmm. I I don't I actually stand by that it might not be in your best interest to get a part timer, and I think this might be where I kind of differ a little bit after having like last season where I had Hoots who was a part timer, only being able to play and and most part timers and I had also had Samson, most part timers are part time for a reason because either they're available changes or they can consistently yeah. only play one yeah, day. Yeah, their work, yeah, their work schedules, yeah. They're not. There was a, I guess, uh, from what I understand, there was a guy last season, uh, Crawford, I believe, on John's John and Furry's team, that was part time but didn't really mean to be part time. That's one that's fine because he had, like, pretty much full of ale. So you were able to schedule him how you needed to. But when you look at when you look at a part timer. You know, there's no guarantee that, let's just say we had Shieldsy and Hoots, there's no guarantee that you're going to have Shieldsy and who, or, or not to say Shieldsy, but any, any right wing or any, anybody that, you know, can really fit the schedule around your part timer. That's where it comes, becomes a problem. And Hoots' avail does change absolutely, but I, I will say I do know he, he kind of knows it like weeks in advance so we can kind of give you a heads up i don't know anything about no games james so maybe he's somebody who only plays one and maybe rack hops in for the next or something i I don't know but i'm i'm on board i think with having so many people in these in these drafts and how many having such a large roster i think the the timers probably make the most sense because you don't have to play a full timer four games no. So can you still no. only have to play him too? Yeah. So that's what it is. But we're we're getting sidetracked. We're just, yeah, but there's only six games in a week, way. so yeah. some you got to give them two out of the six. So yeah, yeah. And Let's... now, now going on to the last team around the turn, they got to pick two in a row. Very surprising, they went with Gagoots. Hey, Gagoots is a good center. Just did not expect him to be a first round pick and a fifteen million dollar player. 
And then they went and grabbed Kusi. I know nothing about him. He was like mocked to go to Rack's team in the first round. I saw him one. So, nope, don't know too much about Kusi. They got Brohan solo. They did win the Perf sweepstake, getting him, getting the pick first in the part time round. So they get Perf. Nettens, Obi fans, Baron Von Bass, Canadian gangster, Flair, Master Collier. Not going to like what I say, but this is not the most deadly team. I don't see this being a very threatening team. However, I think they'll probably squeak into the last playoff spot. Perf, you know, will probably help you win two games. But for Player Ryan and Coherent, you know, Player Ryan's first go at management. I mean, it's an okay team. It might be a playoff team, but I just don't see anything that really stands out here. Gagoots is a good centerman. But where's the scoring uh, past that? Yeah, um, this team to me, and I'm just, I'm going to, well, no, I'll save my thoughts. Um, Goots makes, Goots made sense where he was. In fact, I actually, I could go back and find my mock. I sent it to, you know, some buddies and said, hey, like, just had a chaos, and you know, is there anything I'm missing here? Do I miss somebody? Did I miss somebody in the first round? What happened? Um, and I had actually realized that I completely missed Turk in mine, which is why I ended up switching him. But I actually had Goots going here at number 10 originally because player, or no, it's player Ryan, but actually uh, maybe. Oh, player Ryan was not. But Coherent Killer, when he owned with, uh, whoever the heck he was he owned with when he owned the Mud Dogs and the uh, Mozzie. There, you know, did he own with Mozzie? Yeah, okay. they got Gagoots and uh, I think they had Frost and, Nightmare. Yeah. They had Frosty and Goods, like G1, I believe. So this was a, I, I they're familiar with Goots. They liked Goots. The, it just kind of so happened that that season, the you know scoring from outside of center kind of was it. And unfortunately, looking back at this, I think you're. I think they're right in the same place that they, um. Perf is going to have to play... Uh, see, Perf, in my eyes, when you look at this team, he probably should go play left wing but or or potentially center and maybe move Goots over to the right because I know Goots has been playing some right wing in LG this season. But looking at this team, you're, you're too old, your only left defensemen are Obi and Perf. Um, and, and it seems like, I guess, maybe Koa is going to be playing every, like every, every game. Like, he's playing... Hey, he's their only right D on that team. Yeah, I mean, obviously, um, maybe someone else here could is not shown that they could play D. But I'm looking at yeah. this roster, and you're going to play Obi four games out of six. Yeah, I, I don't like this. I don't think this roster is is it at all to me. And as much as I I hate to go out and do this and and immediately say it, I think they're probably number ten. I think if they go out and make the playoffs, it's going to be... I'm, I'm going to be very proud of player Ryan, I will say, if they do make the, uh, the playoffs, as I mentioned on previous... unless the, As I mentioned on previous shows, unless this was in the kind of lost recording that we had with John a couple weeks back. It is... I love seeing player Ryan step up to own with Co. Co has owned in here before. While he's not like this, the biggest name or anything, people know him. He knows people. And it's nice to see player Ryan actually give it a shot. And I think this would be cool to see him kind of, you know, maybe run it back next season, you know, kind of learn, learn from whatever happened this season and, and build off of that. 
but this this team to me just doesn't look good enough to to compete and obviously um, you have to you know obviously there's the uh the red flag of you know perf showing up for games yeah that's that's another thing um obviously i don't want to go too i don't want to i don't want to try to no, no we're not trying to say anything we're just saying history yeah. is known to repeat itself yeah and and the history i mean saw what happened when perf was drafted by uh by gators we saw you know and and funny enough we actually saw a little bit of some of that same aspects coming out the next season when he was on a team with Shotzi and Hoots, who yeah, weren't necessarily yeah. bad at all. Yeah, I was on that team. Um, yeah, so, you know, is is it a matter of getting... It's a matter of seeing how much he's actually willing to play. Um, I would not be shocked to see him traded whatsoever. I think if he plays maybe... I don't know how long the season is, but if he plays three weeks or so out of this team, I think it's a shock. I think at that point, it's a, it's a fucking miracle. I think they'd have been better off to not necessarily go with Perf there. And try to go for somebody else that, you know, they think will actually one hundred percent show up for them. That being said, you can't necessarily build your draft off of is somebody going to show for me. You need to get mm. the you you, you kind of want to have to get the best player, want to get the best players. Yeah, so. they kind of they kind of just waited to get their left D men at the part time round, so they let a lot of other D men go, just banking on perf. Yeah. I don't, I don't like this. I don't like this, this team's draft personally. Um, this is just, uh, and I, I hate doing it, but I think this is a, pretty much a lock for number 10. And I don't know much about Kusi, but, uh, you know, he's a $10 million player. He needs to play like one. <laughs> yeah. From, from what I've heard, he's not a bad player necessarily, but that being kind of some of your only scoring is a little, is a little concerning. Yeah. Well, I'll say if this, if this team makes play... the playoffs, it's their team's probably below 500. Yeah. If this team, if this team makes the playoffs, it's like, they're going to be this, the, it's that just pretty much says to me at that point, if there's a team that, if they make the playoffs, that this whole kind of the whole league, is is like super lopsided yep. basically and that like the top half and the bottom half are super separated because to I just don't see how they how they do it. And I I'll give know, them maybe... the benefit of the doubt because I think Acorns and the Squirrel Squad will probably be the teams I'm picking to miss the playoffs. And and maybe the trashers get that eighth spot. Yeah. Um if I had to pick I won't, I was uh, like I've kind of picked the top two. I kind I guess I'll kind of go ahead and do that as well. Kind of make the bottom two. I'm gonna say my bottom two here already are uh, Squirtle Squad. Uh, actually, I lied. I'm gonna go with Rock'em Sock'em and New York Trashers at the bottom two. Oh, well, a team with Keenis and Chaz and Elmer and Boston doesn't make the playoffs. Um, I don't think El. Well, Elmer. Elmer doesn't. Elmer basically has seen has been seen to produce uh, at the. He seems to be able to produce when he has people like really solid players with him. He's also signed up for main like main defense, so I don't know if he's planning on playing some forward as well. I mean, he's signed up for it. Um, okay, but that team, I think that team is not going to be. 
just the best. I think Boston, I, while I love Boston as a player, I have a funny feeling that this game, and I haven't seen him play in this game, I have a funny feeling that this game is not going to be too kind to him just on based on the way defense is played. Um, and how in the past he has pretty much been a you know, a lock for, you know, if they were everybody talks about in the NHL, there might need to be a defensive defenseman award. He would be kind of a lock for being up there for one of those in, in, in previous seasons. And, but the way defense is played this year, I don't know that it's going to do well enough. I don't know quality bear. So maybe, maybe, you know, maybe I'm wrong, but I have a funny feeling that a Nikki led team, uh, just I'm, I'm waiting. I'm already waiting for Keenis to be on the move. Um, and I'm also waiting. Teske, his avail, if he plays, he's going to be fine. But he might not be giving two nights. Of, he might not be giving, you know, four out of six avail like you're supposed to as as a full-timer. And I could end up seeing him potentially even getting rule one. He's a very good player when he plays. This team this team might fall apart very quickly. I, I have to just, I have to give, it, it'll, it'll come down to me, how is Nicky going to run this team? John and Furry can can turn some things around. They've got some assets to potentially flip. I don't know necessarily what Icky's team changes without it blowing up in their face. We saw it with him taking Shieldsy number two or whatever in the uh not last season, the season before that. And then he immediately traded him away. So, or not immediately, but you know, a week or two later, traded him away. I won't be shocked to see if Keenis does it. Just there's there's a history, you know, like we said with Perf, uh, history repeats itself. Yeah, and Nikki's team might might fall off really quick. What? Well, that's but, also another thing when I look at these guys and I'm like, oh, that's a good player. I haven't seen most of these people play NHL 24 yet because it is a different yeah. game. Absolutely. So I haven't seen these guys. I'm just going by what I know from history. But you know, yeah, I I have to go. Yeah, I'm, I'm, and that is the same thing for me as well. I I don't know a ton of people played, or I have not seen a lot of people play at 24. Um, I have seen some people, obviously, but um, I haven't been too crazy active in LFG. We've been kind of just playing with our same group, so I I don't necessarily know all these guys. I've the only way I can kind of go off of is if they have LG stats from this season which I didn't necessarily look up for a lot of guys. And just based in the past, I mean, I don't know. All right, well, that was our 10-team breakdown. Um, hopefully, you know, you guys enjoyed it and you don't take our opinions that serious. You know, we're just basing ours. Don't take it to heart. Just prove us wrong. With that said, now we're going to go and look at some reaches and steals of the draft. Uh, I'll give you a couple steals here. You know, thanks goalie in the 10th round for the Dumpsters at 1 million. I think that was a pretty darn good steal. I'm surprised thanks goalie got all the way to the 9th round. Sorry, not 10th. To the 9th round. I mean, compared to other people that was picked before him, uh, I liked the thanks goalie pick. Uh, the Maserati pick and the seventh round that that's very surprising knowing Maserati is a you know a, 
a cup winning centerman and, and a pretty good two-way guy could play defense as well. I'm not trying to say that to stroke my own team, but I mean, compared to other centers or picked, I'm surprised Maserati went to the seventh round. Uh, what are a couple steals for you? Um, I, 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 yeah, sorry. And opinions about my steals. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll start with that. Opinions about your steals. Um, thanks goalie. Uh, I don't, I'm not necessarily surprised he went there at all. I don't necessarily think he's his deal. He barely plays the game. He has a one-dimensional play style that does not work for almost anybody. Um, uh, there's to me that's that's no, not at all. Okay, I think he's. I think he. I think where he's at is fine. Um, I'm slightly shocked that he didn't go higher, but not. In the sense that I believe he should have gone higher. I think if he went higher, it was just because people needed that position. I'm just saying compared to some of the guys that went before, I'm like, I see a Matthews X94, a Wicked 84. Like, I think Thanks goalie is better than a few of these guys. Oh, If I'm not mistaken, yeah, no, Matthews would have went after just because of the... Round. Yes, so Matthews would have mm. gone after just a snake draft oh, order. Okay, I'm looking at the wrong way. That's my bad. But oh, you're that's yeah. that's fine. It's kind of but that's I mean your point. I get what your point. Oh, actually, no, I'm completely wrong. Okay. No, oh, you are right. Okay, you are right. Yeah, okay, yeah. I just pulled it up to double check. Yeah, okay. Um, I I literally had you know the funny part is I had the draft order yeah. up here like up this entire time and closed it down right before I said that. I'm just so kind of looking at the Google rosters and I'm going, okay, go this way. Yeah, and I'm, I'm I playing am. like snakes and ladders here. I know I, I am as well. And since yeah. it's not in any specific order, I kind of have to remember yeah. that in my head. But yeah, no, I, I agree. So I think one of the, st- I think that's, uh, I think he's fine with where he was. Um, I think I'm going to be complete. Honest, I think other than Motor City, like I mentioned uh, earlier. What's your opinion about the Maserati pick? Oh, Maserati. You know what? Maserati. I'll I'll go from there. Maserati. Yeah, no, that's a. Given how weak the center was this this draft overall, like and how I can't I can't say weak. Let me rephrase it. How how top heavy it was. I'm. I am. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm surprised he went seventh round. I thought maybe somewhere along the lines of fifth ish. Um, I'll give or take a little bit just depending on who is with. I'm I'm kinda shocked that uh Co that Co and Killer did not take him. Given that they own. Maybe they had a falling out, I don't know, but I assumed that, you know, if you're owning if you have owned with somebody in the past, you're kinda at least somewhat familiar and friends with them. So but yeah, no, Mozzie makes sense. And then who was the last one you had? Uh, I think, who did I say? OG Beta, I think I said. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, OG Beta. Um, Knowing the fact that he has basically not played this game at all, that makes sense to me. Like him going there makes sense to me. But his history, I am a little shocked. Um, Looking at the draft, I actually just, even just on Sneaky Doodles, I would have thought OG Beta goes over Stomp. But... Yeah, no, I think that's I think that's pretty fair. I think the only ones really I would add to that are Motor City, uh, Madman, 
Um, yeah, you know what? That's that's pretty much. I'm. I think that's. Uh, you know what? Actually, I will say Gurkle. I will say the only other two. I say, uh, this one might be a little bit personal to me because I had him on my team last season. And drafted him. Motor City and Gurkle. Gurkle, I am very shocked, is in the tenth round given, you know, some of the other teams that are around. But at the same time, um, you know, defense seemed to be a little, little bit uh solid overall. Like there wasn't too many like crazy top end defensemen, but there also wasn't too many like bad defensemen in the draft. Um. So, I mean, it kind of, kind of makes sense, but I do think that, that rookies, you know, as long as, uh, as long as he fits within that, with that, that team, I think, I think rookies will be happy with Gurkle. He's not going to wow you out there with any crazy plays or crazy moves, but he's also not going to necessarily hurt you too much. Just keep him on defense. Yeah. And, and Motor, as I mentioned before, absolute stud goalie, um, he he's also an absolutely amazing dude. Like he will sit there and he I mean he is probably one of the nicest people I've ever met in this community. So that alone, that alone to me, you know, I mean, given how toxic some people can be, but this I think a lot of people kind of went roughly where they should have. Um I'll let you I'll let you say your your list of I mean, I'm looking at this roster and I don't really know what you could consider a reach, but just the fact that the goalie is ten million dollars, I just say kill switches. Now I understand why they did it, and I you know, it's yeah. not a terrible pick, but it's still a reach when you're grabbing a goalie in the second round and you give him that price tag. That is that is fair. Um, and the other the other big very obvious reach is myself. <laughs> I think nobody's gonna nobody's gonna deny that. I don't care. I'm fine with that. I don't I don't know that to me it doesn't. I'm. I am shocked. I should not be. I should not have necessarily been in the third round. But given why Mikey wanted to potentially pick me up, and looking at you know how the draft order went because of him having, you know, picked twenty, and then twenty one, and not picking again till whatever that is in the fourth in the fourth round. I or the twenty and twenty one, whatever it is, the the end of the second and. Yeah, twenty and twenty-one, and then not picking again until forty. You know, given that he wanted to get me, I guess that makes sense. But that it's the same thing along those lines of kill switch. Should we have gone that early? Probably not. And then you got Dan G. The next round, I mean, that's kind of you know. I thought that he might have been on other teams' radars, but it was the part-time round, so. Those part-time guys went like right away, and then you yeah. know, I guess Dan was able to slip to the Mullet Patrol. Yeah, that's. I think that's exactly what it is because you look at. Yeah, there. I mean, if you're one of those guys that gets to choose between Perf, Hoots, Marty, Brinksy, and Miller, you're not really going to pass up one of those guys to grab no, a the top, I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah, the top five picks in that round were part-timers, yeah. so. That only leaves five more people in that round, and I believe they was all actually full time players. Yeah, that were drafted. Um, it makes sense. I mean, it makes sense that he was potentially able to fall. He might have been on, you know, some other teams mm -hmm. better, like you said. But 
being able to get him there. That's that's nice. I don't. I wouldn't say anything's a reach. Um. Yeah, I mean reaches are tough. I I think where where it comes into, I don't necessarily say that too many things or too many picks have been reaches. I just think there were some odd choices yeah. choices for picks at the time. Well, now looking at these rosters today on paper, what what is your prediction for the cup final and who's going over? I will say Dumpstars and Mullet Patrol. Dumpstars in seven. Um, If this has to be my prediction that I have to choose... And and basically keep through the entire season. I think I'm right there with you in terms of Dumpstars and Mullet Patrol. And then... I, I don't... Um, I might tend to lean Dumpstars in 7 as well. Only because... It seems like they've got some of the best goaltending in the league. And we'll see. We'll have to see how uh, Mullet Patrol's defense can play out, right? Both teams seem to be very solid forward-wise. The defense gets concerning slightly, but apparent from what I know about my team, it seems to be good. And from what I know about the Domstars team, it seems to be once again a little, a little bit of a concern. I just have that. If it, like okay. obviously, if it's if it's a game seven between the Dump Stars and the Mullet Patrol, you got Lead Cash and Grem. Now you got two guys that can play shut down against Shields E, and now you're pretty much hoping Mikey and and Lazar take over because I'm pretty sure Shields E will be the lockdown for the game plan. I will say that the defense core for the Dump Stars might be a little shaky, and that might be what you know might be the weak point. But I think if you got Kush and Lavinka on the ice there, I don't think there's going to be much room for Shieldsy to generate any offense. And 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 Lazar is a good player, and Mikey's a great player. But I mean, when you take the superstar out of the game, could be a pretty tough yeah. night. Yeah, I think in that case, in 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 that exact scenario, I think it's just going to come down to can Volley Patrol's defense, you know, control they control the game a little bit. Can Lazar, or if Mikey ends up kind of bumping and playing more defensive role, can can they really help out defensively enough to to stop that three man absolute slaughterhouse that that Dumb Stars do have up front? Yeah, and and that's where it does get a little concerning for me, being that that is my team and all, and you know. I th- I think both teams are very close, and it would be a very good matchup going, you know, going into that series. All in all, I'm just kind of glad to see rosters, names on rosters, and the puck gets dropped this Thursday night. I I'm just excited to play some hockey. Absolutely. So we went through all the teams. We said our favorites. We said who we think are going to make the playoffs, who are not. Um, I think that might be about it. I mean, if John was here, we would have gave him his five, ten minutes to chirp whoever he wanted, but he's sleeping in bed. So, you know, he missed out on a great opportunity because I'm pretty sure he would have had a lot to say. But other than that, I want to want to thank you all for listening again. Um, hit like, subscribe, leave five stars. 
Um, good luck to everyone who starts their games on Thursday night. Good luck to all you owners and your teams this season. Um, just, let's keep it fun. Let's not have any, like, uh, let's not get it too dirty. Let's not get too chippy. You know, we're all here to play fun, have fun, play the game. You know, let's keep it clean. Let's have no problems. Um, the players on the teams, please, you know, please cooperate with your owners. Give them at least a chance. Don't be like, I, I want off the team before the season even gets going. Uh, this has been my boy CN. I'm Westy. Uh, we will have, I would say, I, I think we will probably do a pod on Wednesday. Well, I, we will probably record Wednesday night looking at a preview of the games coming this week. Um, I think that'd be pretty good. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I think if we can if we can make it line up with everything, absolutely. I know I'll be around, yeah. and it's all about analysts, and hopefully John can show up. Well, if so. he doesn't show up, I can, I'm sure I can grab somebody, and we can, you know, absolutely. preview some of the games. So, oh. All right, boys. Well, till next time, Westy, CN, we out. See you next time, boys. Peace.